Welcome to another episode of Demolition Now, the official podcast of the National Demolition Association. I'm your host, Kevin McKenney, Director of Government Affairs for NDA. Our goal with this podcast is to provide you with a mixture of content and analysis of the issues impacting the demolition industry, along with engaging interviews of industry leaders, experts, and analysts that will provide unique perspectives on the industry today. There's a constant stream of external factors driving the industry, whether it be changing business conditions, a disruptive political environment, or rapidly changing demographics and consumer preferences. On this podcast, we'll examine the big issues driving the industry, hopefully in an informative and engaging manner that will keep you coming back. If you have suggestions for topics for future episodes, please email them to me at kmckenney at demolitionassociation.com. Also, don't forget to subscribe to Demolition Now through iTunes or Stitcher, available in the Google Play Store. You can also listen to us online through the NDA website. Coming up on this episode, we will talk all things Demolition Rockies. Convention Chair Greg Menon will walk us through all the exciting educational and social opportunities to expect next month in Denver. Then we'll update you on the latest legislative and regulatory developments. So stay with us. NDA members are about to descend on Denver, Colorado for Demolition Rockies, taking place March 22nd through the 25th. With so many opportunities for education, seeing the latest technology, and interacting with professionals in the demolition industry, let's see what NDA has in store. Here to discuss the event is Convention Chair Greg Menon of Rocky Mountain Recycling. Greg, thanks for taking the time with us. My pleasure. So we're getting very close to Demolition Rockies. It's just a little over a month away. Uh, let's start with some of the things that attendees can expect uh, in 2019. Uh, that's a big question. Um, this year, there's just so much going on. Uh, it's just hard to, I guess, answer in just this short amount of time. But, uh, you know, looking at some of the highlights, I would say the, uh, the event itself is probably one of the biggest and longest events that we've uh, had. Um, we have introduced for the second time a uh, live event, which is the actual physical use and uh, opportunity to run uh, heavy equipment, as well as small tools, remote control equipment, as part of the convention process. Um, this event this year is going to take uh, all day. Uh, we have food trucks out there. We have uh, pretty much anything going for everybody who'd like to sign up. Um, it includes this year, we're uh, hosting the event at the Gaylord Resort in Denver, which is real exciting because it's only been open for approximately three months. Let's see what else. Uh, I, I would say probably one of the biggest items this year is that uh, there is a lot of what we'd like to call business to business this year. We actually have four utility representatives from uh, Duke Energy, Southern Company, Entergy, and Nysource. Uh, speaking at the convention, as well as five engineering firms, and also uh, very, very exciting is to have representatives from the Army Corps of Engineers from the Huntsville office uh, introducing some uh, very large opportunities uh, this year. So that's just a, uh, a small piece of everything that is going on uh, for the whole convention. Well, that's very exciting. I know that we'll uh, we'll get a little deeper, too, in some of the other um some of the other questions, but I know that there's been a lot of work going into this so far. Just taking it kind of broadly too, what do you think really 
draws those professionals in the demolition industry to this event every year. It's been going on for quite a while, and we, we definitely see people keep returning. Um, we, we do see new people, of course, attend as well. What do you think really draws people to uh, this event every year? Well, uh, you know, that question kind of goes, you know, to everybody's own opinion. And I think everybody has their own mindset as they come to this. But as an overall profession for the NBA, you know, the demolition industry is one that is not uh, an item that is necessarily learned at, you know, on an educational level at, you know, colleges or coming into an experience-based type of opportunity. And so there are quite a few people that, uh, you know, come to these types of events to simply learn additional information as to where it's presented. It is a great opportunity to um, interact with your fellow demolition contractors. Uh, everybody likes to know what's going on. And so there's a big social aspect to it. But um, over the years, the industry has morphed quite a bit um, with the, you know, introduction of quite a few different specialty attachments that uh, manage production and processing of materials. And, and this is one place that you can go in order to constantly see these new items being introduced to the industry. And I, and I think on top of that, um, you know, the demolition industry, along with the recycling side of it, has, you know, become... Um, I guess much more on the forefront of activities, especially with the power plants that are coming down across the country. And as such, you know, there's a lot more professionals, I would say, that are coming to this event. And I don't mean just demolition, but I mean there's owners, developers, engineers, general contractors, and they want to come and take advantage of the education um, seminars that are presented and uh, try and get real hands-on learning of what's going on. So I, I think there's a lot more being offered um, in the demolition side of things. And that's what's drawing people, you know, continuously to the event. Right. So let's talk a little bit about those educational opportunities um, that you just raised. Uh, you know, what are some of the things that those attendees can expect regarding those educational opportunities, you know, opportunities, you know, to really continue to, to, to learn, what are we going to expect um, in Denver? Uh, you know, there's a lot. And, and the very first one I want to point out is we have a keynote speaker um, that we are very fortunate to get um, by the name of Charlie Moorcraft. Um, I have used um, really this, his video, uh, which is simply him communicating with um, other professionals uh, about his story and his background. And it's, uh, it's extremely strong safety guideline. And it's not just for demo contractors, but it's for, like I said, professionals uh, throughout the country. And uh, his story of what he's learned from a refinery accident and stuff is just uh, inspiring. Um, so that's one small item. You know, the other items that are presented uh, during the course of the convention um, is, you know, we have the Fast and Furious, which covers everything from what's the current status of the scrap market to introduction of lessons learned on various projects, um, and then what can be expected for the future. But um, in addition to that, probably one of the main things to, you know, take a look at is we also offer as part of a package for the NBA services is we are also introducing the foundations of uh, demolition cost tracking. That's actually a class that will be provided the day before the convention starts that you can attend, um, which has been extremely helpful for a lot of contractors. 
And then uh, finally, I, I think, as I had previously mentioned, um, we actually have it set up so that the power company representatives will be speaking for about an hour and a half. We have uh, six engineering firms that will be speaking and presenting information. And we have the Army Corps of Engineers that will be speaking and presenting information. So it's just a host of information that um, can be gathered uh, at this event. So uh, really, really excited. And I, and I think I'm going to mention also real briefly is that, you know, we have a specialty booth just on the NDA that gives all the attendees an opportunity to actually meet with that person to talk about the items that are available for, um, for part of your membership and probably some of these things that people aren't even aware of, such as the uh, safety app and, and uh, some of the safety talks that are available for everybody to use and that's open for them. Well, that sounds great. Definitely a lot of opportunities there for um, members on uh, and attendees on the educational side. You know, one of the things that uh, came about last year in Austin was the live demolition event. Um, I heard that this year it will be uh, coming back. It will be longer and maybe even feature some things for uh, children as well. Can you talk a little bit about live demolition and, um, you know, what, what attendees can expect there? Yeah, absolutely. Just, uh, again, um, just a really another exciting event and, and something that's really has not been introduced to the market. And we kind of did a test run last year just with uh, tremendous feedback and in a positive manner and stuff. So we, uh, we took that and expanded on the event, which um, last year we had 16 different spaces and locations for equipment. Um, that can physically be used. Um, this year, however, we have uh, 27 different locations. So it is, it is expanded uh, tremendously since last year. And so we, we accommodated it by actually doing the event uh, as a full day. And, and what this includes is, you know, uh, pieces, uh, excavators, the attachments, we have shears, we have breakers, we have concrete processors, we have concrete crushers, we have material handlers, we actually have an 85 foot high reach with an attachment that'll be featured at the show that people can actually get inside and run and operate. Um, and these are all things that are open that the vendor has agreed to open up for people to be able to sign up and have the opportunity to physically run and process materials. It's not just a matter of moving the equipment up and down, but we, we plan on bringing upwards of uh, almost 1,200 cubic yards of concrete and uh, 500 tons of steel into the show just for people to manage and process itself. So super excited and uh you know um this year i had also like to say that we uh we thought about the children and the people who want to bring kids so we have a little remote control area where they can actually operate the small versions of the excavators and loaders and then uh finally we thought that uh, we would uh, make it a little more exciting we actually have a competition area where we will have four different stations where you can try your hand on a timed uh, competition where we'll be uh, utilizing uh, a couple of excavators, remote control piece, as well as the uh, skid steer obstacle course. So um, that and uh, seven different uh, food trucks to uh, you know cover your appetite during the entire course of the show. So it's it's a pretty big event and and pretty exciting. Yeah, that sounds like it's going to be a really great one and. 
definitely some really good developments for this year. Um, and I, it just stuck out, stuck out to me that it, it really is a neat event in the sense that you get to be really hands-on with all of the um, products and materials and whatnot. You know, the expo is is awesome because you get to see everything there, walk through the hall and whatnot. Live demolition, you know, gives the opportunity to really go hands-on with it and really and really try it. So I think that's a unique aspect that attendees will really uh, benefit from. Yeah, no, it's it's it very much so. And and the difference is is that you know we have the live event set up at the onset of the show, and so you know this is this is a little bit different in the idea that you know generally uh, I would like to say a lot of owners and people go to the show and they get to see the equipment and and certainly they they allow you to get inside of it, but it is a lot of the owners and the people who have the, the, the people who have boots on the ground. Um, those are the ones that have to operate the equipment. They want to see how it feels, what it's doing, what its capabilities are. And so, you know, we, we, we really opened it up, not just for people to come and say, kick the tires, but to actually give it a test drive. And so um, we kind of married these together a little bit. And the idea is that, you know, all these folks uh, get to come out uh, they'll try that, and then we want them to go into the hall afterwards um, to have the opportunity not just to, you know, um, I guess look at the equipment, but then have the opportunity to know what it felt like, and then get into the details of the operational aspects of the equipment, and then, you know, certainly all of the representatives from these companies are there to talk in greater detail about, you know, the specifications, the actual concepts behind them, and what's going forward. So. So it's a it's it's a really good marriage uh, between the live demo and the actual expo hall. So it's it's kind of a warm up for getting the opportunity to go inside and and get that detailed information actually after you've test drove the equipment and the uh, and the attachments. Yeah, well that's great. That's definitely going to be something I'm looking forward to to seeing for sure. So uh, let's talk a little bit about the fun. You know, the, the social aspect of of these NDA events is always important and there have been really good opportunities in, in past years for networking with, with other professionals in the industry. Um, what kind of networking events can attendees expect? What's, you know, in store in terms of on the fun side of things, you know, what's gonna be, uh, what's cooking in Denver this year? Well, uh, as I had said earlier, you know, the very first thing I have to mention is it is being held at a Gaylord uh, resort, which, again, not too many times do you have the opportunity to go to one of these and, and be in a facility where you still have the new car smell from the facility because it's only going to be a few months old. And, and the resort itself is just fantastic. I mean, you have uh, you have the sports bar there. Uh, for after hours, which has literally a TV screen that is 70 feet wide. And and so the facility itself is just super exciting. And then once you get past that, you know, just coming in on a on Friday night, we want to try and make you welcome. And so we have a little reception to kind of say hello, give you some of the information, and then give you the opportunity if you have not signed up over the web for the live event uh, to come in and sign up for any openings for the following day. And then we've pretty much taken care of you through the entire event. Um, and so after you've been through the live event, you come back, we actually have a casino night with, uh, with a Texas Hold'em tournament. Um, we know that, uh, you know, a lot of people want the opportunity or watch the world series of poker and stuff. And this is an opportunity to go uh, against some of the friends and people there and, 
And so we have a Texas Hold'em tournament. And while they're taking care of that, we have an actual casino night in the convention hall itself where you can do a little gambling and uh, have some fantastic prizes to give away everything from uh, cruises to home theater systems to the new iPhone X's. And all these are uh, given away for the evening. So there's a great opportunity to uh, to be part of that and just a ton of fun. And then, and, you know, we, uh, we go from that to uh, actually have a beer tasting reception as well that uh, that is sponsored by one of our vendors. And, and you'll get a chance to go in and, and there's some actually uh, specific craft brews that are made just for the Gaylord that people have an opportunity to try and uh, sit around and talk about uh, some of the different things that are going on. And I guess people can talk about their big demo projects and comparisons. And then uh, after that, we have the uh, the carnival, we like to call it. It is the uh, party we have after the first convention night, which is just going to be a great family night as well, where we have everything from face painting to tarot card readers to carnival acts to ring tosses and uh, milk can games. Uh, with some great little prizes that are given away. It uh, will have everything from uh, candy apples to funnel cake uh, as part of our desserts as well. So uh, a really fun evening. And then, you know, we cap that off on uh, Monday night with a fantastic banquet with a live auction, as well as the introduction to, um, you know, to the silent auction winners that we're going to be providing and uh, the excellence in demolition winners, which is also you know, really, really exciting. So there's the whole weekend and the whole time that you're there, you're just, you know, you can be as busy as you want or you can just go and try and relax. But uh, overall, just going to be a ton of fun. Yeah, definitely sounds like a lot of fun. And I'm definitely looking forward to checking out a lot of those, um, a lot of those events. Well, that was a, that was a great overview, I think, of everything that uh, is going to be taking place in Denver. Definitely a lot going on. So for uh, anybody listening, if they want to get more information or if they want to register for our event in denver where can they go well, they can go to the nda website right yeah no that's probably the best place to go uh you know it's uh the the demolition association has you know www.national or excuse me uh www.demolitionassociation.com if you want to go straight to the convention section uh it's just uh, i believe it's backslash convention but uh i would just certainly just go to the website again that's demolitionassociation.com and check out everything that's there. You can uh, look at the convention 2019 uh, and it'll give you all the information for signups and uh, all the schedule and everything that's going on. Some of the attendees, it's, uh, it's pretty exciting stuff. Um, I have to say I'm probably a little long winded on this whole thing, but I'm just so excited about it. And I think it's a great opportunity for people to uh, take the time and go out and, and visit. They uh, certainly won't be disappointed. Awesome. Well, Greg, thanks very much for taking the time and explaining all the amazing activities that are planned uh, for Denver. So um, we'll definitely uh, we'll see everybody in Denver. Yeah, it was absolutely my pleasure. And I, uh, I hope to see everybody there. Thanks. Last month, OSHA published its final rule revising the electronic record keeping requirements. The final rule rescinds the requirement for establishments with 250 or more employees to electronically file information from OSHA Forms 300 and 301. These businesses must still electronically file the 300A form 
and the compliance date for 300A electronic submissions is no later than March 2nd, 2019. OSHA has cited privacy concerns for information on Forms 300 and 301 as justification for the final rule. It is important to note that the final rule does not otherwise alter an employer's current obligation to complete and maintain injury and illness records, including an employer's obligation to post Form 300A, which lists a summary of the total number of job-related injuries and illnesses that occurred in the prior year. Furthermore, the final rule now requires that covered employers submit their employer identification number, or EIN, electronically as part of their submission. The compliance date for providing EINs is March 2, 2020, so the 2018 300A electronic submission does not require this information. Late last year, President Trump signed the Small Business Runway Extension Act of 2018, also known as the Runway Extension Act. In short, the Runway Extension Act modifies the method for prescribing size standards for small businesses. Under prior law, firms and industries with receipt-based size standards calculated size based on annual average gross receipts over three years. The Runway Extension Act provides that unless specifically authorized by statute, receipts-based size standards must be based on average annual gross receipts over five years. There is a bit of confusion about whether businesses can report their size today based on annual average receipts over five years instead of annual average receipts over three years. The Small Business Act still requires that new size standards be approved by the administrator through a rulemaking process. The Runway Extension Act does not include an effective date and it is not presently effective and is therefore not applicable to present contracts, offers, or bids until implemented through the standard rulemaking process. The Office of Government Contracting and Business Development is drafting revisions to SBA's regulations and SBA's forms to implement the Runway Extension Act. Until SBA changes its regulations, businesses still must report their receipts based on a three-year average. NDA will have more information on this shortly. NDA is constantly working to amplify our voice in Washington, D.C. Over the past few years, NDA has been working to build relationships with policymakers to ensure the demolition industry is at the table for major decision making. This year, NDA is launching the first annual Washington Fly-In. Taking place April 2nd through 3rd, this event will put NDA members directly in front of policymakers from offices such as OSHA's Construction Directorate and EPA to educate them on the industry and identify areas of cooperation for 2019 and in future years. In addition, you'll get to network with members of Congress and influential Capitol Hill staff the night before. It's sure to be a great event. Look for registration and hotel information in the coming days. Hope to see you there. That concludes this episode of Demolition Now. Thanks for listening and see you next time.